What's up? Proudly presented by Master Electricians. Welcome to the Master Electricians podcast, What's Up? October is Sustainability Month, proudly sponsored by Tradeify. Welcome to another episode of What's Up? Uh, October is our Sustainability Month, and I'm joined today by Michael Dudley, who is the Senior Policy Manager at Tech Collect. Welcome, Michael. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Rebecca. So first off, can you tell me a little bit about what Tech Collect is? Yes, certainly. So Tech Collect New Zealand is a newly formed not-for-profit entity, and we're established by global leading IT brands. So some of those brands could be Apple, Canon, Dell, HP, Microsoft, and Toshiba. Those brands that build electronic products and place them on markets. So we have been established to undertake work in New Zealand to collect, recover and recycle unwanted electronic products that those members place on the market. And uh, recently we've received grant funding from the Waste Minimisation Fund administered by the Ministry for the Environment to expand our pilot program further across Aotearoa, but also coordinate industry, government and community to recommend regulated product stewardship pathways for electronic products in New Zealand. So this follows a priority product declaration made by the Associate Minister for the Environment, the Honourable Eugenie Sage, in Porirua on the, uh, the 27th, 29th of July this year. Mm. So that priority product declaration means that the government is sending a signal to industry that they plan to establish a system of shared responsibility for these problems, for these, for these products, to mitigate any negative product impacts on the environment, human health, but also recover valuable resources that are worth recovering and recirculating for the benefit of our local supply chain. Mm. So um, in in the uh, media release that did come out on the 29th of July, it refers to e-waste, which is the electronic products that you've you've kind of mentioned. But in a conversation that you and I had um, last week when we were sort of teeing this up, you you kind of did a a bit of a... um, a talk to, told me about what e-waste actually means. So could you, for our listeners, what what does the term e-waste refer to? Yes, certainly. And, and really e-waste can be defined differently in different jurisdictions across the globe. So it's a really good question and a place to start. You know, the products that are in scope for these investigations really align with the priority product declaration made by the minister. And that speaks to batteries. Uh, in our case, small batteries, the only exclusion to batteries and scope for our project are those being coordinated by the battery industry group who are focusing on circular product stewardship designs for electric vehicle batteries and large energy storage systems used in stationary applications. The other more broad product scope and definition aligns with the WE directive, so waste electrical and electronic equipment. Another way to describe e-waste is defined in Europe under a directive and specifies six different categories of products that are captured by this definition. But really, simply put, it's any device that needs a current to operate, an electric current or an electromagnetic field, and that extends to batteries. So I like to say a plug or a battery, including batteries, that's in scope. And that includes consumables and parts thereof. Mm. So if we relate it back to electricians, because of course, master electricians that are um, electrical contractors um, that would include getting the electricity electricity into the house so wiring in a house for example could actually fall under this potentially yes and and look it's important to know where we're at in the approach and this is at the start of a co-design phase so we're using the the 
priority scope that's been defined by the ministry and by the, by the minister. And we're looking to progress investigations to see if there's a negative product impact that needs to be addressed. If there's a market failure that isn't encouraging these products to be used to their full potential in the circular economy setting. So our scope is very broad and it's open at this stage and it would extend to these consumables and wiring and other products that you mentioned, but we're exploring all of that at the moment. And we've commenced uh, a circular e-stewards network that will help us with those investigations. So we have stakeholders from government, industry, community groups, multi community representatives and others that are helping us to understand what system of shared responsibility for which products will, will work best here in New Zealand. Awesome. So um, your Tech Collect as a, as a company is, or as a, as a not-for-profit is already collecting these and, and, and recycling them, um, some of these products. So what, what actually happens to, to those parts? So obviously they, they all come in as a, as a whole piece and then dismantled. Where does it go to from there? Yeah, right. Question. So we have had a, an e-waste collection and recycling program available across Office Max stores in New Zealand since October 2018. To date, we've collected and recycled about 53 tonnes of ICT equipment for responsible recycling. And our recycling partner for that program is the Recycling Group, formerly Croxley Recycling, and they physically dis, uh, disassemble all of those products, break them down into the component categories, reprocess some components that can be reprocessed locally and make sure that they can recover as much as they possibly can to be used in new products. Anything that can't be used in new product production or we can't find markets for internationally is likely to be managed through landfill. So that's part of what we'll be looking at with this product stewardship scheme. If there would be minimum material recovery requirements that are managed through a regulatory scheme and in the case of Australia or extended producer responsibility programs offshore, they do require certain standards or certifications to undertake those operations. So in the case of the National Television and Computer Recycling Scheme in Australia, the Australian New Zealand standard AS5377, which is collection, storage, transport and treatment of electronic waste, is a certification that recyclers must obtain and hold to play a part in these schemes and undertake services to help liable parties meet their obligations. Hmm. So this, this research is quite broad. It's, it's, you've got a lot of work ahead of you. How, how long is the, the process going to take? So the co-design approach is underway. We had our first circular e-stewards network group meeting uh, yesterday and the research activities are, have, have commenced. We're going to run targeted workshops that will consider certain scheme design aspects that we're working through and there'll be one early next year and before our recommendations report is due in, in June next year. So the, the, the targeted workshops will focus on different scheme design elements as I mentioned. One will focus on cradle to cradle considerations. So how do we make these materials, what, what sorry, products and, and what materials do we use to help that manage manufacturing process? Could we be using more sustainable products or design a product in a way that it is easier to, to manage throughout its life cycle or be disassembled at the end of life so we can recover as much of that valuable resource as possible? The other focus and targeted workshop will look at recovery treatment. So what requirements should there be for a recovery network across New Zealand? What does reasonable access look like for users and consumers? And 
what material recovery requirements might be put forward for recycling activities to ensure that we undertake activities and reach outcomes in line with the objectives of product stewardship. And that's to address product impacts and market failures. Mm. I certainly think the ease of access is going to be an interesting one because it really does need to be easy for us to, whether we are the end consumer or if we are an electrician in the field, being able to take those uh, items to an easy to find, easy to get to place for them to then go through that process. It's going to be a big part of this and, and getting people on board. Certainly. And we might put forward recommendations for minimum requirements in different geographical areas. So in metropolitan areas, right through to remote areas of the country, there might be different reasonable access requirements. And it's important to note that, that those requirements may change across the product categories that we're investigating. So for TVs and computers where you know, mum and dad are taking it down from the TV unit and putting it in the back of the car and going to the local transfer station, that's great. But for a skilled labour force like electricians who are managing photovoltaic products, so solar panels, inverters and batteries coming off, we may need to look at other types of, of access points that will best fit within their operations and, and make sure that they can participate in the scheme as easily as possible. What do you think the, the future is for this? Do you, uh, once, obviously, you've got to go through your whole research process and then make the recommendations. And But is there a, an ideal world situation that, that Tech Collect can see? Look, it, it really is early in the, in the process to say what the, the outcome will look like or even if our recommendations will move through to the next stage. It's important to note that our recommendations will we put forward to government, but there'll be subsequent consultation and further analysis to look at those options and test the regulatory and economic flows. So there's we're one part of, of the solution and, and part and contributing to those recommendations, but there's further work to come in terms of what my aspirations for a scheme might be. We'd love to see a focus around waste avoidance. So where we can influence those higher order interventions right from the point of product design and manufacture, but also looking to make better use of the products that we already have available. So what role repair, reuse and redeployment can play in the context of a product stewardship scheme. Internationally, it's probably an untapped tool in the product stewardship toolkit. And we see a focus on end of life recovery or end of pipe recovery and recycling over better higher order interventions like repair and reuse. So look, in terms of what it looks like at the other end, it's all up for discussion at the moment. We want to go as as far across and around the chain as possible. But obviously we need to consider those scheme design aspects carefully. We need to engage and consult so that we do take a truly collaborative and co-design approach that is transparent. And I would expect many differing opinions and views on what will work best here in the local context. So it's great to look at, to see what works overseas, but we need to put it in the, in the context of our infrastructure capacity and capability uh, the level of education and awareness of consumers to access this and obviously the expectation of what it should look like in our TVR. Mm, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for your time, Michael. That was really, really interesting. Obviously, there are going to be some big changes in this area and it will have a major impact on um, the electrical industry as it goes through. So, awesome. Thank you so much again for your time. No, Rebecca, for having me. One final note and call to action that I'll say is to encourage all of your members to visit the Tech Collect NZ website. We have an existing program that's operational that they can use for ICT equipment. 
but they can also register their interest to participate in these upcoming workshops that I mentioned. So if there are considerations from your sector that we need to consider and address up front, we'd love to hear from you as early as possible. And of course, invite all of your members to contribute to the discussions uh, that will be had across the sector with a range of different stakeholders and cohorts. So please, everybody visit uh, techlake.nz when you next get a chance. And we look forward to your contributions to the solutions that we're developing. Awesome. Thank you so much, Michael. Thanks for listening to What's Up. Please make sure to check out all of our other social platforms and head over to our website for all Master Electrician's digital content. See you next week.